Hey, this is Justin in uh, post-production. So we recorded this episode a while ago, and that's why the goddamn news is not very current. Um, now, since then, of course, we've entered what historians call the cool zone. And that means there's probably going to be some more important things for y'all to do with your money than give it to us on Patreon to get bonus episodes. So for the duration of the protests uh, for George Floyd and against police brutality, you could donate to any of the charities listed below in the description, and you can send us the receipt via Twitter DM or email, and we'll send you the link to the bonus episodes instead of uh, you all having to donate to our Patreon. All right, so uh, Black Lives Matter, and on to the episode. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, here I am in yeah. the land that God forgot, West we're, Philly. We're, record, <laughs> we're recording from the podcast bunker. Yeah. Um, Broadcasting from Mount Weather as part of yes. continuity <laughs> of podcast operations. Mm -hmm. This is well there's your problem, <laughs> a podcast with slides. Now we got the Greenbrier. We got luxury. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think they, right. they decommissioned that, right? Like, yeah, just, they did. They did. Yeah, it's still there. We could probably buy it. Yeah. You know, podcast for beautiful White South of Springs, uh, West well, Virginia. The green, the green Briar itself is still there, obviously. Yes. <laughs> well, the bunker's also still there. Yeah, yeah. Go. Hard, yeah. That, that's the thing about building a bunker, it does tend to still be there. Yeah, mm -hmm. tearing those things up is, I imagine, quite a pain in the ass. Yeah. Yeah, there's the bunkers by the Rockaways and the ones that are by the shore. I went to them. They're still there. World War II defenses are like. Um, no, the ones that they put the Nike missiles in. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's kind of fun. They turned one of them into a downlink for the, for that new, what do you call it? Transocean cable. Huh. Oh, sick. So there's, it's just guarded, and they, there's some security guards that are there. So I was like, what the hell? They are like, what are you doing here? Um, this is a public beach. <laughs> I love to think about how there's, like, seven beaches across the world. Like wire where you could just, yeah, where you could just, like, roll up on them with an axe, and you could just destroy <laughs> the internet. Yes. <laughs> well, no, it's not like there's the list of 25 locations. If you, you only need is like three guys, a gut, three guys, six vans. Mm -hmm. You can shut down probably <laughs> the entire Northeast power grid. That's, um, that's, that's our next podcast here. <laughs> I was about mm -hmm. to say, yeah. Um, shit. I, I am recording, right? I think I'm recording. I am recording. I the thing, yeah, the thing I've, is not, I've been the recording is, the stuff that will get me barred from our first live show because customs will not let me enter the country. Uh, I think I hit the button. Fine. You don't want to uh, anyway. Yes. Is it okay. going? Is it going? It's not <sighs> going. All right. Now it's going. Great. Okay. Okay. <laughs> the communications here at the Greenbrier are not good. I was about to We're say, yeah. It's All a right. horrible weather. You can't Where be is room service? <laughs> <laughs> it's so it's so congressional to get like a luxury nuclear bunker. No, the congressional didn't go to the Greenbrier. It's the Capitol Limited. Oh. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh. So uh, the uh, Baltimore and Ohio own that hotel, if I recall correctly. That's where uh, hmm. Deer Park Water comes from. Um, One of the places. Also the place where I bought my van, Bangor, Pennsylvania. <laughs> well, you hardly knew yeah. her. I hardly knew her. Uh, oh my god. Anyway, so... <laughs> Greenbrier, I hardly yeah. knew her. Yeah. Oh, coming out oh. looking like the three-eyed fish from The Simpsons, yeah. Oh, <laughs> Alright. Speaking to... of which... 
Welcome to Well There's Your Problem, a podcast about engineering disasters, which has slides. Um, I'm Justin Rosniak. I'm the person who's talking right now. I like have an engineering degree, so I get to talk about engineering stuff on a podcast. Mm. My pronouns are he and him. Uh, I am Alice Caldwell Kelly. My pronouns are she and her. And I, I, I wanna, I wanna abolish the credentials thing. Who cares? Like we yeah. did the, we did the American College thing as our last premium episode on Patreon, where we were like, college is dumb. So oh, yeah, that's yeah. a good point. We could just not do credentials from here on out. Yeah, we'll yeah. just lie. I, I, I could just lie. I could just be like, yeah, I've got three doctorates. Really <laughs> impressive. Yeah. yeah. Oh, did I say my pronouns? She and her. Yeah, God she damn it. Yeah, there you go. Uh, just to spite Alice, I am Liam Anderson. I hold two degrees, one in mathematics and one in economics from Rutgers University. Uh, I am an expert in all fields, both natural and supernatural. Uh, and you can ag- address me as Attorney Anderson. <laughs> Liam Anderson, Esquire. And my pronouns are he, him. Hey everyone, my name is Euchenna Kema. So I have experience in nuclear engineering and nuclear operations. Um, pronouns are he, him. Nice to meet everyone. Yeah, likewise. Oh, it's, nice, it's nice to have you on the show. Wait, didn't you, you, mm. you were on a nuclear submarine, right? Yes. And carrier. Uh, that's so cool. <laughs> it's, I will never get the smell out of some of my clothes, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> I, lo- I love the US Navy doing something cool by accident, and then, like, in order to surround the cool power source, it's just, like, 500 guys who, like, sleep wedged between two ice cream machines. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Okay, so, uh, what, what you may notice on the screen in front of you are lots of people in, like, these these like clean suits, right? Yeah, well, doing two, social three... distancing, doing they're masked up. This is this is good coronavirus yeah. protocol. But but this is not actually this is not actually uh because of coronavirus. There was no hmm. pandemic happening here. This huh. is because and they have heavy construction <laughs> equipment, right? Nice. Yeah. And this is because they are handling radioactive material. Ooh. In the form, yes, we're doing another radioactivity <laughs> one. In, in the form of a man's house. Oh boy! <laughs> <laughs> well, so, or the remnants of the man's house. They were going to talk about the um, Goryania accident, right? Which a big, uh, hmm. really uh, uncontrolled. I wouldn't say release of nuclear material, but certainly a. Dissemination of nuclear material. Probably yeah. one of the worst case scenarios that when it when you read when you find out about it, you'll be impressed and horrified at humanity. <laughs> That's the well there's your problem promise. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> but but first we have to do the goddamn news. Shit, I played that twice. <laughs> Fuck. Thank you. Shit. Thank you, okay. Alice. Fuck. Fuck. There. Okay. There. That is the news. Thank you. Right. Pay no attention to this. A shooter went smoothly. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, our first first news that happened today is that 
a bridge in China started oscillating like the Tacoma Narrows Bridge. Yeah, oh, shut it. down. Don't, yeah. Do not try to jump the queue. We will get to yeah. your engineering disaster <laughs> when we get to it. Pay attention to me. Pay attention to me. Pay attention to me. <laughs> right to the yeah, just, just arriving to the scene of the bridge collapse, like, here's that attention you ordered. Yeah. <laughs> the, the video is more impressive, but this is a slide. It was going up and it was also going down. And then this part went down. And all around. And, and that part went up. It did not go all around. That's the dangerous part. It was not Ugh. twisting, right? Huh. It, it seems like this is a fixable problem, yeah. based on the fact it's not twisting. I, I I'm still on the first slide for you. Is that like just me or? Uh, uh, it's probably are, just me. I wouldn't worry I, about. I, it. I am also on the first slide. You're on the first slide. Yeah. Are you let looking me, at the second slide? Uh. Oh wait. Hold on. Something. Let me, let me go back. Oh, I, I missed some cool annotations and everything. I'm so pissed. Great. Okay. So people, see, people, you'll be able to edit this so people will just see this smoothly. But like, uh, for me personally, I have not been seeing any of the cool maddening you've been doing, and I'm yeah. attributing that to my failure to like properly cue the news theme. <sighs> this, this is punishment for all of us. <laughs> we have sinned against God somehow. Mm -hmm. Um. Anyway, yeah. so to get back on track, uh, probably what, what they need to do probably is put in some like stiffening trusses on this thing, like probably pretty quick, like before you know something dumb happens. Mm. Um, this is a fixable problem. I like that their measurement of, of of straightness here is just to look at it through a big sniper scope, like you're gonna Chris Kyle the bridge. Oh yeah. Well. I mean, that's the thing. You look at a suspension bridge through a um, telephoto lens, it does go up and down a lot. Like, even one that's, you know, working properly. Oh, mm, I don't uh, like that. I don't like here, that no, at all. I, here, I, I, I would simply not do that. Here in Philly, when a, a Paco train goes over the, um, oh, ben, yeah. the Ben Franklin Bridge, one side sags about a foot lower than the other yeah. side. <laughs> that's one of those things I don't like to think about, along with like buildings like expanding <laughs> and contracting a few inches, just regularly. Oh, um, it's fine. Uh, skyscrapers being designed to like sway in the wind. Ooh, no. It's fine. Float like a butterfly, sting like a bee. No. <laughs> Float like a butterfly and sting like when I pee. Yeah. Mm. Uh, <laughs> thank you, Liam. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> a valuable uh, third of this podcast. Yeah. That's me, baby. We should be aware that CGTN is funded in whole or in part by the Chinese government. I mean, if anything, that's an endorsement of the Chinese government because it kind of makes them look like shit and they're still running with it. Yeah, I was about to say. Like, instead of uh, being like, nah, bridge is fine. Yep. Speaking speaking of governments. Oh god. Thank you. <laughs> the gang does a military coup. Yes. Uh, <laughs> beautiful, beautiful. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I've, I've been having so much fun just consuming all of the content from this. Yes. Uh, have you seen? Have you seen the the military coup guys, uh, mercenary firms Instagram? I didn't. If I, if I didn't think it was real, um. I thought it was mm. fake because it just seems so hilarious, but it's authentic. Have you seen their right? Twitter account? <laughs> Before it oh, got God, deleted. Yeah. Oh my God. It's yeah, literally it's like, a bunch of bro a bunch of bro the most bro bros you know decided to have a military coup. And they yeah, lost and it's, to it, a fisherman. And, and they did. Not even to they like did. not even so to like your Marines. Fisherman. A fisherman. No. 
a fisherman <laughs> pulled a pistol on them, yeah, and they're like, "Well, <laughs> oh, 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 <laughs> so it's so time to give it up." Mm-hmm. I mean, thank, this thank is all about the toughness of Venezuelan fishermen, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, for the, for those of you who are listening in audio, there was an attempted coup in Venezuela, brought down by a fisherman, you know, mm. with a bunch of like bro type ex ex Green Beret guys, um, and like also just cosplayers. Yeah, um, I mean, I guess work. if there's a lesson, if there's a lesson to be learned from this, it's that like you don't have to be particularly smart at non-special yeah. forces stuff to be a green beret. You just have to be like, it's like testing well, right? You have to be really good at like doing a million push-ups mm-hmm. uh, while a dude like screams at you. You don't have to be necessarily that smart, right? Oh, no. You're not. They're not supposed to be smart. That's why they no, have the guy. That's why they have the guys in Washington saying, "Do this. Go here. Get this. Get this. Good job. Come back. Come back home." Please, yeah. please don't post anything on Snapchat. Yes. Make sure to leave your fibbit at home, yeah. please. Oh fuck! They literally yeah. did that. Yeah, yeah. And that was beautiful. Yeah, no, I I thought this was fake too at first, because I saw the the photo that the Venezuelan cops put out of like all of their gear that they seized, and the one of them had like a, a fast helmet with just like a Velcro like U.S. flag patch on it, and I'm like, no, that's st- you've staged that because they wouldn't be that dumb. And then I remembered all of the other things that I know about U.S. military intervention, and I'm like, oh yeah, okay. But yeah, this this, that- this definitely looks like a bunch of bros decided, hey, we'll get Trump to uh, help us, and and probably could have worked. But they like, lost. He, 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 yeah, yeah. But he he, he I- absolutely could have like done something like invaded Venezuela off the back of a tweet <laughs> atting him. Uh, and it just it's it, it's sad for them that it didn't work out. It's very funny. Um, also, shout out to one Venezuelan fisherman for listening to our previous episode where we talked about that Venezuelan patrol boat embarrassing itself and deciding he needed to single-handedly restore the prestige of <laughs> <Yes>. Venezuelan <laughs> naval combat. <laughs> because he did it. He did, yeah. He did, yeah. Why, why yeah. even have a navy by that point if you just, like... <laughs> and I guess the, the other thing is this was somehow... This was somehow linked to noted miserable failure Juan Gallardo uh, mm, picture scene. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Truly sad. I swear they be- they make these guys in a lab somewhere I, under like I, a Brooks I, Brothers. It's I can't not tell um, any it's of these people the, apart. Uh, what you call it for the Americas? Oh, school, school for the Americas. School yeah. There yeah. We go. yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, would you like to know where uh, Juan uh, Guaido went to school? Would you like to know? Would you like to know? Where? GW. GW. Oh my god. Once again, proving my point. I should be careful where I try to go to transfer to, because my friend's trying to convince me to go to GW, and I'm like, no. Go to American, the good school. Yeah. You you will probably end up having to lead fewer failed coups. <laughs> only, only a couple fewer, though. We must be clear on that. <laughs> yeah, there's a quota. <laughs> oh man, do you see one of them peed himself? Yeah, like oh, I yeah. am. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah, really. They, 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 there's the photo of them outside, like the, that fisherman's place. Where they have them all on the ground, and one of them's peed himself, and like that, they're on an incline, so the pee just like is going towards his <laughs> face. <laughs> That's rough. 
That is it's rough. rough. It's, the guy, the guy, <laughs> I was having a day. I assume still having a day. Yes. Um, <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. Could it be? We have a third piece of news. Hmm. God damn it. <laughs> this shit again. <laughs> a tower in Dubai. Another fucking tower made a tinderbox plastic cladding. About this shit. Caught fire again. You gotta... Why, why does nobody listen to our four-hour podcast where we just call people fucking assholes and idiots <laughs> and, like, dog shit brain morons and then implement all of our policy recommendations? Which are genius, by the way. Always a fun, fun idea. Yeah, like, don't have the flammable cladding on the outside of your tower block. So, I, is... I mean, how, how bad was this? How many people died? Zero. Oh, that's good. I mean, the firefighters are doing their job. Yeah. Well, yeah, even the United Arab Emirates is not dumb enough to think shelter in place is a good idea for a high-rise fire. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So sh shout out to the Dubai Fire Department for like yeah. doing a good job and also making the London Fire Brigade just look like assholes. Yeah, yeah. so this is the Al-Nada Tower huh. in, a, in a, ta a city called Sharjah that's yeah. just north of Dubai. Yeah, so actually a different emirate, whole different state. Uh, <laughs> but close enough, though. So yeah, well, they got similar okay fire regulations. That at least no one died, although the mm. tower did catch fire. Yeah, mm. I see that. Uh, looking, looking not so good. Looking very kind of eye of Sauron there. Yeah. Well, this is the mm. second, the second big United Arab Emirates tower that's caught fire in recent memory. Uh, in 2015. There was a tower that caught fire in a very similar fashion because someone was grilling on a balcony. <laughs> I just <want> nice. <laughs> oh Not even construction. Everyone no, a grill. Just to dive. Yeah, really. Yeah. He, he just yeah. grilled too close to the site. <laughs> I just want to grill. God damn it! <laughs> what was the name of that tower? Oh, uh, Grover Tower. <laughs> no, it was called the Torch Dubai. No. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> I think it caught fire a second time when it was being restored. <laughs> oh, yeah, cool. <laughs> Incredible. Quite, yeah, I, I, I love to live on like the 86th floor of hope we don't jinx it, Sharjah. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, call, we call it uh, hubris at the avenue. <laughs> we we just made a a giant plaque on top of the tower flipping off god <laughs> that's kind of what the burj dubai is right like they, they, they have the episode one mm, did, did you see the, the the time they played tennis up there uh yeah, in, in, god, yes. like on the helipad and i'm just like that whole time i was just having like heist anxiety like you guys are gonna kill roger federer which i don't like, feel that strongly about but i feel very strongly about the idea that he's gonna fall off that shit trying to like serve and it's gonna take him like five minutes to hit the ground was he that, at least yeah. tied off were they not tied off I, I I don't know. I mean, isn't that more dangerous? Because then you gotta like you trip over your, the cable and you like maybe you have, they have no, to pull you back no, in. I'll take it. I'll take it. Nope. Does nope, the helipad nope, nope, nope. not have a fence? I mean, I would hope, but like it's uh, yeah, it makes me worry. It makes me uncomfortable. Not. I yeah. Uh, well, I, yeah. I, I mean, uh, having worked on some high rises like. Uh, Sometimes you would think there'd be safety systems, and there are not. 
Um, <laughs> yeah. You, you, yeah, you build stuff that tall, and eventually you're just like the safety system as a guy when a, and a hard hat just gives you a gun so you can just shoot yourself <laughs> on the way down because you have time <laughs> yeah. to do that instead of like waiting say, yeah. like an hour. Yeah, um, so there's a reason I quit that job. Uh, <laughs> and I'm not good with heights anymore. Uh, hmm. But that's true. Uh, so that was the news. The goddamn news. Goddamn okay. news. Back to our regularly scheduled program. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's start this by talking about radioactivity. Spicy rocks. Yes, uh, spicy rocks, baby. Spicy rocks. Thank you. Oh yeah, inanimate carbon rod. Uh, so uh, a lot of folks don't have a super intuitive idea of how radiation works. I certainly don't. I don't work with radiation too often. Um, yeah, you got to go to school for that. Yeah. Well, think of rad all radiation is is just energy. Every hmm. radiation exists naturally everywhere. You're looking it's at it because light is radiation. Um, the only thing that makes radiation bad is too much of it and too too much of it concentrated and certain frequencies right so it's vibes basically yes literally yeah. bad vibes <laughs> so we 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 are now doing like an hour long vibe check essentially yes <laughs> <laughs> and and there's ways uh gee i didn't even put anything about like alpha beta or gamma waves in here because i'm dumb mm -hmm. um but the bad ones are gamma rays. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, I mean they're, yeah. they're all bad, but alpha and beta ones uh, mostly they get stopped by stuff. Yes. They hit yeah. stuff and they don't like penetrate it. Alphas, uh, you have whereas, to breathe them in. Betas are blocked yeah. by your skin. Gammas, do you got it? Hey, do you got any lead? <laughs> <laughs> and neutrons are like, I'm sorry about your DNA, boy, but uh, could be worse. <laughs> <laughs> So when you're measuring like dosage of radiation, how much you got, you use something called the gray, right? Hmm. The, the little aliens with the big heads. Uh uh No, no, it's uh it's a guy's name, I think. Huh. Okay. Uh, well like uh, what well, what happened to all of the like cool, scary sounding radioactivity measurements like um like Sieverts or like uh, uh Becquerels? I believe oh, those a, I are... believe a isn't a sievert like very similar to a gray? Oh, I, I I know you measure it in like millisieverts because like one sievert is a lot, but I I don't know how it compares. I couldn't figure this out either because they're both a joule per kilogram. Maybe, well, in that case, if they're both the same thing, then it should just be like uh, which so, name do you prefer? Okay. So a gray, a, funda a fundamentally a gray is um how much energy you're getting per kilogram of well matter or usually tissue. Hmm. A sievert is a sievert is an equivalent dose used to define, say, hey, we want to have an equalized dose, so we want to figure out how much radiation over to your whole body did did this equivalent source give you. Ah, I see. Okay. Okay. So you you can be like, I I got th this much grays to like one arm, but like a sievert is like a I don't know, like an occupational thing for like yes. how many hours you can be in a room. Okay. Exactly. Like sieverts are pretty much generally used to say, "Hey, how close are you to getting cancer?" Or, um, "Do can we do we have to send in a robot?" Or, "How long can mm. we send the robots in before they start cooking?" Oh man, I feel I still feel bad about the little like uh, West German bomb robot from Chernobyl. Oh. Uh, 
It's cute. <laughs> and then the becquerel is like a measurement of a material Decay. decaying. Yeah. Yep. Activity. <laughs> hmm. So, so more means it's doing more radioactivity. Yeah, mm-hmm. this 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 is. I, I feel like this is the biggest gulf between <laughs> our our understanding and like what we need to be understanding. <laughs> so, activity is more or less a rate of how much how much of act how much of actually disintegration a material is going through. So, for example, mm. you could have something that has a, if something has a very high activity, it's very much not good for a person. Something like low mm. activity, like say carbon fourteen, has very low activity. Obviously, it's decaying, and you know, well, us as we speak every day. Yeah. So that that decay is what is like the the radioactivity, right? Is yes. Uh, okay. Cool. So I'm with with you so far. Bear in mind, the last time that we talked about radioactivity at all, it was within the context <laughs> of Three Mile Island, and the level of abstraction that we went to on that one was: you put the spicy rocks over the water, and it makes the water hot, and you use the steam to turn the thing. <laughs> so go, going from that to like individual dosage measurements, yeah. huge step up. We are professionals. Yes. Uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> and then in. Alright, so in Chernobyl, the series that everyone watched, because it was am- on Amazon, they mm-hmm. used rote gents, right? Yeah, 3.6, you know, not great, 3. not terrible. 6 of them, right? Mm-hmm. And that's an old unit that's not used anymore because it like varies based on humidity and the medium and stuff, because we got better ways to measure it. I don't remember mm. what I don't remember what the conversion factor is. You just yeah, you you're looking at this sort of 1985 vintage Soviet Geiger counter that measures stuff in like inches of mercury. So pretty much for rank for for Rankins, you probably have to do some weird conversions to convert them to something like coulombs per kilogram, because you really don't use Rankins anymore. Hmm. Okay, so we, we fuck Rankins. All my homies hate Rankins. We don't want to do math. Yes. Uh, Correct. Yes. What we yeah, want no to math. do is graze, which are nice and simple and easy. Mm-hmm. That sound kind of intimidating, which I think helps. Yes, yeah. right? Yeah, it does sound intimidating. You get mm-hmm. fucked up by radioactivity. And then, like, radioactive material has a half-life, right? Mm-hmm. And, and, mm-hmm. and that- Half-life 3 confirmed, yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's the time it takes for half the radioactive material to decay. Right. Yes. So if something has a half life of thirty years, that means in thirty years it will be half as radioactive, and then again it'll be half as radioactive thirty years later, so on and so forth until the end of the world. Um, mm. Right. Yeah, it's like Zeno's paradox. Mm-hmm. It, it's a half life of thirty years doesn't mean in sixty years you come back and it's gone. Yeah, it's like one. Mm-hmm. You got it. And like the the shorter the half life is, the more dangerous it is because it's emitting more radioactivity because it's decaying faster. Yes, you got yeah, that's the brightest, it. The brightest candle burns the quickest. <laughs> mm, yeah. So my my, yeah. my five my five mm-hmm. minute half life lump of like unobtainium mm-hmm. is giving me mm-hmm. every single cancer you can possibly mm-hmm. get in in like a mm-hmm. second. Whereas like. A five trillion year half life block of I don't know wood or something like is, lead. Is fine. The longest yeah. lived lead. There we go. 
Yeah. Huh. <laughs> Isn't the proton theorized to have a half-life? Yes, that's one of the big, <clears throat> one of those big physics debates. Does the proton decay? <clears throat> because it gives up a <clears throat> um, limit to how long the universe can exist before everything turns into either iron or everything fades into um, what should we call them? Electrons and photons. Photons. Because electrons uh, do okay. Uh, given yeah. the choice, I think I'd rather be photons than iron. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, he could, he could he could become like a iron golem from Minecraft. Ah, that's so. true. But then, what yeah. about if you? Well, I guess also the problem is that you you would rust, but then the oxygen that causes the rust would also turn into iron. Uh, you, you, that's better than stainless steel. Is what that is. <laughs> yeah, on a very long time scale, mm-hmm. stainless steel is obsolete. We just wait for stuff to become iron. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, okay. Um, in addition to this, there's some effects of radioactivity you can see with your own two eyes. Um, well, probably a bad sign when you don't do. Don't look at that. Don't look at that. Yeah. Don't well, if you, if yeah. As long as there's water, it's, uh, as long as it's water, ooh, neat color. No water. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Um, make make <laughs> repent. I guess Is that, <laughs> that's an option. <laughs> I, I keep thinking about one of the things that I saw. It was engraved on like uh, I think it was like a scientific calibration thing, but it was like a literally like a bar of radioactive metal, and the the only warning that it had engraved on it was "drop and run." <laughs> it's like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sure, feel great about this. Yeah. But a rule of thumb for both radiation and also welding, um, don't look at the pretty blue light. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> no. Yeah. Do, no. Do not go swimming in this pool. Yeah. <laughs> yes. You can actually go swimming in those pools, as long as you do really? not go below- Yeah, mm-hmm. how, that's how they do huh. the inspection. You can, huh. As yeah. long as you don't- as long as you do not approach the actual- the actual lowest levels where the actual rods are- be, where the actual fuel is being pulled, it's actually you can actually go swimming. However, however, I, once you get closer, you're prob you reach a point of, um, hey, that tingles too. Um, we have to give him a lead light and coffin, boys. Yeah, <laughs> I once an episode we come up with a guy who has the shittiest job in this field. Like we 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 theorize the like a different guy. Like there's a guy who has to come and clean the rat viscera out of an atmospheric railway. In this case, it's it's this guy. It's it's the guy who has to like, yeah, just just suit up, dive into the thing, uh, and absolutely do not go below this level. <laughs> oh yeah. Or you, you, yeah. <laughs> they or get- we will start to, like microwave popcorn happens to your mm-hmm. genome. I've met the guy like they he gets paid very well, but the thing is he can only do it twice a year. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> that, that is what universal basic income looks like, it's just, we have to, we have to make every workplace incredibly dangerous so that there's like a cumulative thing, and that's how we'll do fully automated communism, is yeah, I do data entry, but like, for, for like, health reasons, I can only be in the office once a year, and then when I do it five times, I have to retire. Mm-hmm. Yep, he says it's a great job, Fit, you tire, mandatory retirement at 55. Yeah, pays a lot, see, but you exactly. can only do it. But you do you work twice a year, and then the most of the other years, like they make him go, they make them go to the doctor <laughs> once a month to make sure nothing's happening. Sure, yeah, just just making sure you you don't have to order any like wetsuits with like a third arm. <laughs> <laughs>
It's like uh, re reminding me of the old Chernobyl joke. That's like um, the the grandfather and the grandson are looking at the memorial to the liquidators, and the grandkids like, "What's Chernobyl?" and and the grandfather's mm -hmm. like, "Well, it's the time that uh, you know some some nuclear power plant. It had an accident, but it's fine. It was totally safe." And they both walk off together, wagging their tails. <laughs> <laughs> so the the blue light here is. Cherenkov radiation, right? Which is mm. when the electrons which are coming off of the decaying radioactive thing are going faster than the speed of light in the local medium, right? That that doesn't mean they're going faster than the speed of light. That means they're going faster than the speed of light, in this case, in water, right? Because there's a state speed limit on light, but then there's local speed limits, too. Yep. <laughs> just, just doing interstate speed traps and just like That's getting. It. This is basically like a, fucking Alex Roy is uh, like a charged electron and he's just like blasting straight through a bunch of state troopers. <laughs> you get picked up by the light cops. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, if you see the pretty blue light, you should leave. Um, and then there's like. There's different ways you can get contaminated by radiation. This is my understanding. I'm not sure if this is strictly correct, but as far as I understand, if you if you're exposed to radiation, that can murder you and give you nasty cancer, but you yourself will not be radioactive. Yes. Mm. I.e., for mm. example, if let's say you get hit by just a beam, a beam of gammas or a beam of neutrons, your DNA because if it's a new, if it's a neutron, it'll bounce. It'll bounce, hit your DNA, and cause all sorts of interesting mutations. And if yeah. it's a gamma, it actually could It actually could cause your DNA. It actually could cause the water in your cells to actually irradiate. I don't, I I, oh. I hate when the I hate when Pete Buttigieg comes to my house and like shoots me with the CIA radiation gun and like shoots me in the fucking DNA. I hate when I get shot in the genome. But, but then, like then there's like the kind of being irradiated like where I I took a uh, uranium rod and I cut it up like a banana and I put it in my, oh my I, God. I put it in my cereal and ate it. Like yeah, that's that also kind. quite radioactive. Though. Yes, yeah. and like, that would be uh, bad. Uh, that would be like uh, uh, <laughs> it's like it's in, it's permanently inside of you, and it's constantly giving off radiation. So you're slowly you're slowly dying from the inside out. It's it's fine. Just wait yeah. a few million years, will be lead. Mm -hmm. Yes. So then you're <laughs> then you become a radiation well, source. Iron, excuse me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is the kind of contamination we're going to talk about today. Oh god, uh, <laughs> the, the the nice like friendly one. Uh, yeah, I, I'm just like I'm I'm drinking I'm drinking my soda I'm drinking my post iftar soda and I'm just looking at this can like, man, it's a good thing I don't have an anxiety disorder. <laughs> the can is is the can heavier than usual? Um, no, I don't feel anything <laughs> rattling around in it. But you know how it is with brains, right? You you talk about this stuff for like five minutes, and then you think, "Huh, is my arm tingling, or am I just crazy?" <laughs> Do I, I have just, radiation like... poisoning? This doesn't feel good. <laughs> I don't yeah. think you can make a can with uranium. There was there was a bunch of uranium glass that was a hip trend of the nineteen thirties. Yeah, and then people oh, tend was... to get yeah. It was so cool back then. 
I love I love to like drink my opium out of out of a big glass. My nice yeah. radium glass. I, yeah. I, oh my god. Radium jewelry and all that shit. Hell oh yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Well, you know, this is the worst. Uh, obviously, you know, it, it, the potential of ingesting radioactive material is the worst with like something like you know radium paint or like a powder of some kind or aerosols. Mm. And that's one of yeah, the reasons it's the same why with breathing mm -hmm. it in, right? Yeah, you're, you're not talking mostly about <laughs> cutting up a few rod like a banana. You're talking about like dusts and powders and stuff, right? Yep. Yeah, it's one of one of the reasons why explosions at nuclear facilities are bad. Mm. Mm. Bunch of like powdered <laughs> concrete dust that's just like highly irradiated. One of the many reasons why explosions at nuclear facilities are bad. Um, in yeah. general, you don't want an explosion <laughs> to happen at all. No. Unless you're doing, like, blasting or controlled demolition or something. <laughs> mm. But anyway, now let's talk about some of the nasty kinds of radiation found in your neighborhood. Yay. <laughs> so. She looks uh, jazzed about this. Oh, yeah. This is, like, from the 50s, I think. Yeah. Um, it's an early radiation therapy machine, right? So. Um, so, uh, radiation therapy is something we came up with in the 50s, I think, right? Um, mm -hmm. and, and a little earlier, you know, you can, you can zap people with radiation to get rid of the parts that they don't need to have, you know, that have, like, cancer and shit, right? Yeah, we were just fucking around with medicine a lot of the time in yeah. the early 20th century. Like, that's how we invented, well, discovered x-rays, right? It was Conrad Rankin. Also, mm -hmm. who may be familiar to you from the measurements discussion earlier, is being yeah. like, yeah, I could just fucking zap people with this. It was literally yeah, a fun, it was a fun party trick of the of the of the nineteenth well, yeah. century, uh, the twentieth century. Hey, look look at this yeah. ghostly shadow. Oh shit, man, that's cool. I hope I don't get like fifty kinds of incurable diseases from this. <laughs> <laughs> Look, ev everything until about like this is this is one thing I've learned from like collecting gas masks, which is a weird hobby, is that everything before about two thousand and five just is giving you every possible disease at once. Uh, yes. everything they made in the Soviet Union was made of asbestos. Everything, uh, and the stuff that wasn't made out of asbestos was made out of like benzene and lead. Mm -hmm. That's fine. That's fine. That's, yeah. that's fine. Oh, everything's yeah. still technically made of benzene because it's all made of crude oil. It's just well, been processed. Give it long enough, and it's all <laughs> iron. So up here is this. This is probably about you know a very small amount of radiation source, and then like six hundred pounds of shielding. Mm. Um, you got to like uh, madden in some like spooky lines. Oh yeah. That'll be like. Yeah. And this guy spins around, right, with a huge amount of mass, because that way you only get the part you're targeting, as opposed to just shooting a huge beam straight through you like a cylinder of just tissue decay. <laughs> right? You want to avoid that. Yeah. Um, in so, this, yeah. In this case, you are the hot pocket, and yes. <laughs> <laughs> like the, the medical, the medical reason for this, right? Like we we talked about how radiation damages cells. Uh, sometimes you wanna, sometimes you wanna damage some cells. Sometimes cells go rogue and just decide, oh hey, I'm gonna start making copies of myself instead of what I'm like supposed to be, and I'm gonna kill the boss, and that's cancer. And you wanna kill the cancer cells, and a very good way of killing cells is radiation. Yes. Mm -hmm. So 
So long as you can target this, you can Annie Oakley that shit. You can do a trick shot <laughs> off of a quarter and like shoot a beam into somebody's liver or something, and ideally kill all of the cancer cells and not very many of the cells that aren't the you know the ones that are still doing what they're supposed to be. What if we made the guy stand inside a particle accelerator and then he didn't have cancer anymore? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Pretty much. Well, he well, has that's the, that's the new has, that's the new version of this. That's yeah, you have therapy. every cancer except the one you went in for. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, you know, this requires a radiation source, which is, you know, the radiation's coming out of this here. And usually what they use is one of the scary types of uh material, right? So you have the mm. stuff with like the short half-life, which is very radioactive for a very short period of time. Then you have stuff with a long half-life, which is not very radioactive for a very long period of time. And then there's the stuff in the middle. And that's stuff which is not that radioactive on, like, a uh, cosmic scale, I guess. But mm -hmm. for in a human scale for will it kill you, the answer is yes, <laughs> it will kill you. It will kill you very badly, and it will do so for several hundred years. Um, mm. And that's stuff like cesium, that's stuff like cobalt-60, right? Um, yeah. yeah, those are pretty much some of the worst stuffs we've probably, as humans, have made. Not counting chemicals, of course, but you've done plenty mm -hmm. of episodes on those. <laughs> it's, yes. it's, it's so cool that like, all of this incredibly deadly stuff is like also probably our longest-lived legacy. Oh, is that, like, maybe it's plastic, who knows? Well, I mean, yeah, maybe, maybe we'll be, maybe future archaeologists will be pulling like bits of plastic fishing gear out of like cliff walls. But I think it's more likely mm -hmm. that like humanity's like cosmic mm -hmm. record on the Earth is going to be somebody mm -hmm. looking at a graph with like their eighteenth eye mm -hmm. and being like, "Huh, there's a weird cobalt spike here. I don't know what mm -hmm. that's about." That's uh, well, I don't know. That's pretty much <laughs> one of the things. Um, once NASA starts making larger space telescopes, a sign of some sort of intelligent civilization. Large spikes hmm. of hmm. Hey, why is there a bunch of radioactivity in their atmosphere that does not exist naturally? We should probably uh, now, send a now, probe now there. We get into yeah, and now we get into the fun Drake equation stuff of like maybe there's this big filter, and the reason why we haven't met aliens, the U.S. Navy over the Pacific notwithstanding, is just you get nukes, you kind of destroy your own species. It happens. Yeah, I think that's a pretty it's a pretty unintelligent decision. For uh, civilization to make like a cobalt sixty <laughs> bomb, yes. you should not do oh, yeah. that. <laughs> Half life slow on five something years. That's fine, man. <laughs> yeah, it's it's good after one hundred and thirty years. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's not that long. That's not that long. It's not that deep. Don't worry about it. Just don't walk there. People, people, someone, someone got really mad at us in the in the comments after we did the goddamn news about the Chernobyl fires, being like, "That smoke's not that radioactive." Yes, and it's like I wouldn't want to breathe breathe it without my own gas, without my CBRN <laughs> gas mask, just to be safe. Yeah, well, you don't want to you don't want to fuck around with radiation, is what I'm learning. Yeah, it's a, don't uh, don't tempt fate. Nuclear power know. is good. Don't tempt fate. It, yeah. It's it, it, it's that old AEC poster that I always think about when we talk about nuclear safety, which is that um, it was something like radiation is not inherently dangerous, but it demands your respect. Mm. Yes. Right? You have to be, uh, I forgot you to have to be like, in. oh yeah, yeah, this is a thing that can kill me horribly the yes. whole time. So, so the way this guy works, I'm going to show a gift that I stole off of Wikipedia. So now, nice. now everyone can be mad at me for 
using Wikipedia. Wait, you have a way to show GIFs now? Come on, work. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. This has always worked before. Kill it. <laughs> oh my oh, fucking well. oh god all right so uh, never mind <laughs> you're just gonna have to madden it yeah i have to madden it all right so the idea is you have a radiation source in here right now yep. and you have shielding back here right you're yep. shielding all around there's a window in the casing here right when you need the radiation source to go you get an electric motor swings this guy around and then the radiation goes out Mm. Mm. It's like a like a like a like chambering a revolver, right? You you yeah. twist the thing around and the thing lines up and the thing goes out. Yes. And also like it, it, it radiation source, you know, it's just inherently radioactive. You're not like feeding this thing any electricity or anything like that. It just is radioactive. Mm. It's it's usually it's it's been created somewhere, right? Like a nuclear power plant will have made this for you. I think uh, the, the source in question we're going to talk about today was made at Oak Ridge National Laboratories. Um, probably under <laughs> probably under the control of Union Carbide at that point. Uh, huh. <laughs> recurring our, villain. Yeah, recurring villain. Although, at the time of recording, I still haven't even started doing the Bo Paul episode. Send um, him <laughs> your audio. <laughs> it's, it, 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 is, it's it sent, is... I have the audio now. I can work mind. on it. Never mind. Thank you for <laughs> the, sending the, the audio. Yeah. The problem is that the audio is, like, all of our audio, three hours long, because yeah. we don't know how to edit. Yeah. <laughs> I was about to say, yeah, I should get this going. Alright, so, uh, now that we've done all this background, let's talk about Brazil. Brazil. Brazil, yes. Hmm. So, in Brazil Caralho. is a city called Goiania, right? Uh-huh. It's right here. It's right there. Yeah. Capital disaster, the part where they lose to the Germans 7 to 1 in the 2014 final. Yeah. No, this is right. this is this, this is the capital Stop. of the state of Goyas, which I think is something that Liam will call you in the comments. Uh. <laughs> so so it's right near uh Brasilia, which is the capital that was Roz's invented. Favorite city. Roz's favorite city. Tell them how much you like it. Uh it Invented by Oscar Storinov. Okay, hold on. This is Justin in post production again. Uh, I meant Oscar Niemeyer, not Oscar Storinov. Okay, back to the episode. And then right in the middle is a city called Annapolis, which I assume is where the Naval Academy of Brazil is. Um, <laughs> Just it's like fun. a couple There's hundred the miles in land. Biggest river, oh, like yeah. right there, duh. <laughs> That's true. That's true. <laughs> Alright, so, uh, most of the action today took place in a neighborhood called Setor Aeropuerto, right? Aeropuerto. Flamboyant shopping yep. center? No, it's, it's, um, it's where the old airport was, because the new airport's uh, over here. I'm, <laughs> I'm still not over the flamboyant shopping center, I like that a lot. Oh, uh, sure enough, I do like that, yeah. Well, you, you, you wouldn't want, a, like, a, a, a dull shopping center. They make you wear the Nathan Robinson peacock costume <laughs> to get in. Yeah. Just like they, they do the Berghain, like door check at the door of this like provincial Brazilian shopping center. <laughs> so, um, now, right here is the former location of the Instituto Goiano de Radiotherapia, right? 
That's oh. uh, the, the, the Radiotherapy Institute's former location. Now the convention center's there. Um, oh, I feel great about that. Oh, yeah. They've probably cleaned it up. Well, we would hope. We would hope so, yeah. Well, someone cleaned it up for them, actually. Uh, huh. Which is what we're going to learn about. Um, <laughs> so they moved in 1985, and when they moved, they left one of their old radiotherapy machines in their old location, because it was a old crappy one it used cesium 137 as opposed to cobalt 60 um wasn't good right mm. and they they got held up in litigation which prevented them from moving the machine to dispose of it properly right or oh, so cool. they say so they were they were in court and they were being like hey we should probably do something about this machine with the the <laughs> the, 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 the spicy rock in it yes and the courts well, are just like yeah we'll get to that Worse than spicy rock, it was spicy powder. Mm. Um, mm -hmm. mm. Sorry, I was just kind of aroused by that idea. So, <laughs> so <laughs> just right into the concept of a spicy I, powder. I You're just hungry. Uh, really liked uh, cocaine uh, when I was younger, so I'm all bored for the uh, spicy powder. <laughs> <laughs> would would you call would you call cocaine I, spicy? It, I wouldn't think not, of it as being I mean, spicy. I would think it's more like stop, 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 it's not it's you would say it's more spicy. like yeah, numbing. No, if anything. Not, I didn't say it was spicy. Yeah, right? I just like cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> See, I don't get why everyone likes yeah. it. It yeah, just makes me numb. It's the best twenty minutes of your life. Yeah. That's the shit I like. <laughs> they they gave it to me when they broke my nose, oh, and I'm yeah, like, this is why does everyone take it? This like this is awful. I don't feel my face. Yeah, I I, I don't know. I feel like cocaine is just like if I wanted a way to be a worse version of myself, just like make all of the worst parts of my personality uh like that much more salient, I would just like record a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> the podcaster's high. <laughs> It comes in around hour three. Yelling. Is when someone says, I made a good point, and I did so very, uh, oh, fuck. What's it called when you phrase something really well? Articulately. Yes. That's me, baby. Yeah. Here's a no, question. The podcast is high as when somebody, like, fucks up and you rename the group chat. So, like, you say, my Selm Song instead of, of myself. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> yeah. New episode <laughs> title. Um. <laughs> so, anyway. Um, here, so they, they eventually got a guard posted in the building because they knew there was radioactive shit in there, but he wasn't mm. always on duty, right? So, now, what do you do with an abandoned building as an entrepreneur? Condos, baby! Condos, baby! As an entrepreneur, yeah. Oh, yeah, more No, condos. you're not that oh, kind of entrepreneur. Dead. You're not the kind of entrepreneur who's just gonna, like, build a bunch of condos and call them, like, yeah. radiotherapy at the villages. No, you're the real, the real kind of entrepreneur. Drugs! Ah, uh, I Drugs. see. You steal the bricks. Damn it. Yes. <laughs> Scrap it. Scrap <laughs> the shit out of it. So that's All what- Alright, shit, yeah. That's what some folks- tried to do. They decided, we're gonna go in, we're gonna go into this abandoned building when the guard's not there, we're gonna scrap everything we can, you know, rip rip the copper pipe out, find any of the equipment, try and get some scrap money for that, you know, so on and so forth, in that fashion, right? It's the American mm -hmm. way. The South American Absolutely. way. Also the North American <laughs> way. Um, 
Yeah, this is truly the bond of brotherhood between the entire Western Hemisphere is stripping the copper wiring out of an abandoned building. <laughs> so, there's two guys, right? Roberto yeah, Mike Dos and Mike. Yeah, Roberto Dos Santos Alves and Wagner Mota Pereira, right? Uh, the Perriera. fucking the German names in Brazil always get me. Mm. Like you just have a guy named Wagner, mm. and it's like I'm sure that's for normal reasons. I, you know, I I'm not going to speculate about exactly how many genocides his ancestors committed. Um, I'm sure it was several, but this is true of all of us. So. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. I just, I, you go to Brazil and you like, you'll be like, you're looking at maps and there'll be like a small town and you'll be like, oh, what's this town called? And it's like St. This. What's this town called? St. This. What's this town called? Herzfeldenaubungsnieben Tinsensitz. And you're like, oh, okay. Wasn't there a town in Spain that was called like Kill All the Jews until like 2006? Oh, there's a bunch. There's a yeah, yeah. Matahudios, yeah, yeah. uh, Jew killer, thought, and there's there's a bunch of Matamoros. <laughs> yeah, there's a bunch of there's a bunch of Matamoros, uh, both in in Spain and Mexico and across South America, which is just more killer. So yeah, no, lo love love having towns named after genocides. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh God. I mean the most the most fucked vibes in the world is uh, like a South American Oktoberfest, oh, which do does. exist. You can go, you oh, can go and you can go and eat sausage. Like, yeah, that's the the, the the Brazilian German community um meeting in Jersey. Oh god! <laughs> and it's like it's like you go there, and I'm like looking at them, and it's like, uh, Brazilian? And no, they I look like, and I'm like, I'm like, this is ridiculous. I cannot look at these. Fucked vibes. I mean, yes. there's also there's um I I forget which country it is, but there's there's Confederados, uh, and I think it might be like no, I don't I don't even want to guess, but like it one of the South American countries. There's a there's a like a community where the their town Alice, was founded Brazil, by Confederate Alice. veterans it's who Brazil, just Brazil, Alice, yeah, Americana, it is? Brazil, oh, Americana, fuck Brazil, off. No. baby, yep. 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 Oh, wow. And they dress once a year, they dress up in the like gray <sighs> uniforms and they have a hoot uh, nanny or whatever. And yeah, it's it Jimmy fuck, Carter fuck went vibes. there in 1972. <laughs> There's a photo of him posing with like oh, cool. the Confederado monument to the Confederates. Alright, let's work yeah, alright. We are taking it to <laughs> I'm literally looking at it shit, and man. it looks yeah, like you fucking lost! You fucking lost! <laughs> It, it definitely looks like something from a weird alternate universe. Yeah, I, I mean, I will point out that Brazil outlawed slavery in 1899, the last country in the Western Hemisphere to do it. Mm -hmm. um, it's just, it, it, in many ways, the kind of the lifeboat of reaction. If you have fucked up at like doing fascism somewhere else, you can come to Brazil or Argentina. Um, so yeah, no, it's cool. Um, we're now we're now cancelled in Brazil. But that's fine. Seven to Bolsonaro one. Bolsonaro was probably the best they could do to the Germans. <laughs> <laughs> Look, no, the, the, there is there there is a class character to this, right? And that is that Brazilian politics works in cycles, right? You have one guy who is quite popular and tries to do like mild social democracy, and then for the next seventy years, the entire establishment gets so scared that they lurch headlong into fascism, and that's um, that's only ever happened in Brazil. It, that's not a pattern that I recognize in any other countries, certainly not Britain uh. or America. Um, is, <laughs> Yeah. 
Well. And so at the time that we said this, we, we are literally like, Brazil is coming off of a couple of military juntas. Um, which they probably just pronounce it juntas because Brazilian Portuguese. Yeah, I, I still say junta. I'm just like, can't make me learn. Yeah. Yeah, and and like so, it, it's in the midst of like one of these long climb downs from like a brief moment of social democracy, which may go some way towards explaining why a guy has to like go and strip all of the copper wiring out of a uh, like a clinic. Yes, which is what we're talking about. Back on track. Right. Back on track. So these two guys, Roberto Sorry. and Wagner, Wagner, right? Yeah, they found. They found the big heavy radiotherapy machine, right? Oh, no. <laughs> and they decided, you know, we could probably get some money for this thing, right? Because it's big and heavy and made sure. of metal. Those are the three sure. things you want if you're a scrapper, right? Mm -hmm. This was big mm -hmm. enough and I mean, heavy enough, they probably couldn't tie it on the back like this, uh, this oven this here. <laughs> or a washing machine or whatever real, that is. Real, real talk, though, would you not be aware that it's got radiation or do you just not Probably care? not. Probably yeah, no. Definitely not. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Probably don't know. Okay. No. 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 I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Look, I, I'm. I'm sure these guys were desperate because you got yeah, exactly. to be like go no, like I, I pull the copper wiring off of somewhere. But I think also they genuinely didn't like know. I would. I, I would I imagine that most people don't know. Yeah. If I had to guess, if you put a gun to someone's head and, I, and it was like, does this is this radioactive? They would say probably not. I don't know. I'm gonna I'm gonna lick it a bunch and see if I. That's tingle. half the reason why, in theory, you're supposed to put huge symbols and warnings saying "dangerous, do not touch, stay away." Mm. Yep. No good deed is commemorated here, just on the side of this thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> this place so, is a is, is a is a warning and a series of warnings. Uh, what is here is dangerous and repulsive to us, but that's just like every video description of every video we upload. It's true. <laughs> So not me. They, Give us money. They, <laughs> no deed of honor is commemorated here. That's Nothing true. valued <laughs> is here. They partially disassemble this thing, right? Oh boy! They find out, and, and you just know it's going to be in some like barn find kind of way, where they're like prying bits off of it with shit. Oh yeah, and they no find no ballers. I know what I have. Yeah, inside the big uh, lid and uh, you know metal casing, this is shielding. They find. The stainless steel casing around the rotating assembly for the cesium source, right? No, 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 no. This is this is right, but it is counterintuitive, right? Because you get into this thing and you find this this orb, and it's like, huh, that must be valuable. You've just gone through like a foot of lead, which is incredibly valuable. Yes, um, and, but you know that's big and it's heavy and it's on the outside. So why would that be the valuable thing when it's trying to stop you from getting in to the really valuable thing? And that's not really how. No. Well, they came back for the rest of the lead later, actually. Okay. Um, but so they took the they took the inner assembly home in a wheelbarrow. They didn't have. Yep. They weren't in the pickup truck league. Um, they were in wheelbarrow league, and this is when stuff started to happen. So this I hate was when stuff starts to happen. I mean, technically stuff starts to happen as soon as they do that, but then there's this is the other counterintuitive thing about radiation, right? You have this latency thing where stuff starts to happen, you don't you don't know shit. Mm -hmm. And then like 8 hours later, it is very obvious that stuff has started to happen. So this was September 13th, 1987, right? Hmm. So, okay. A couple locations here. I I pointed them out. This is uh Roberto 
Dos Santos lived here, right? Yeah. Right around here. Um, and they were scrapping the building over here, right? So they take it. He takes it to his house, right? Yeah. Like three um, or four blocks in, in the wheelbarrow. So both of them try and start to disassemble the, the uh, casing, right? As they're doing it, they both start vomiting. Mm-hmm. And like, ah, geez, we got food poisoning. This is not good. Um, yeah. When we finish this, we should probably go to the doctor. <laughs> so they both continue to try and disassemble it. And Wagner Peraria uh, starts to have worse symptoms in the morning. He decides he's going to go. He's going to go to the doctor because he's vomiting. He's got diarrhea. It's coming out both ends. Uh, you know, he's got, he's got, he's dizzy. His left hand is swelling, right? So he goes, mm. he goes to the doctor and he's diagnosed with, yeah, it's probably an allergic reaction to something you ate. Go home and rest, right? Because at the well, time, it's, um, radiation probably would be no reasonable person would think, oh, it's not radiation. These just seem like, oh, so yeah. he probably had an allergic reaction to some batteries yeah, or something. Yeah, the first place you're going. <laughs> Yeah, you're not thinking like a number one. Ah, oh, this guy's got radiation sickness. Um, <laughs> now, in the meantime, uh, Roberto had succeeded in disassembling the source to the point where oh, he no. could see the cesium powder in there. Right? No. Oh no! And in the dark, it glowed blue. <laughs> Which oh, is already no. a big red flag right there. That's uh, yeah. a mm-hmm. uh, big blue not, not flag. Good. Not good. So he, he didn't know shit about radioactive materials, right? As is obvious. He thought it was <laughs> some kind of gunpowder. Tried to light uh, some buddy. of it. He tried, oh, to, he, tried, he, he tried to. He tried to. Hold up. He thought this was gunpowder, and so his immediate first reaction was, "Yeah, fuck it. I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna set some of this on fire and see if it explodes." Yes. Hell yeah. This is this is this is this is a good kind of guy. We appreciate this kind of guy. And this is chaos. Right. This is this is a huge loss to the to, th- these guys. Their loss set back the dude's rock movement by like eight, ten years. Because oh, he survived. Yeah. He survived this whole, oh, shit. This whole thing. Yeah. He lost an arm. He survived. Um, dude's rock. Dude's yeah. rock. <laughs> so he decided. Okay, I don't know what the hell this thing is. Um. So Roberto Dos Santos Alves decides, I'm getting rid of this. I'm going to sell it. He sells okay. it to Dever Ferreria, right? Who was the nearby uh-huh. uh, purveyor of another scrapyard nearby. One or, half or a scrapyard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So they, they, they brought it in the wheelbarrow over there. Right to Ferrara's uh, scrapyard, and um, Ferrara notices just rattling around in this wheelbarrow, just full of like uh, cesium powder. Yeah, exactly. Just you know, spewing cesium powder all over the street, all over everywhere. Got dispersed into the atmosphere. Don't don't like mm-hmm. that. Do so not Fer- like that. Ferrara, he notices a pretty blue glow inside the casing. So he brings the thing in his house. 
where he and his wife try and get the powder out to see what it is, right? Uh-huh. And over the next three days, he brings his friends and family into the house to look at the powder. Oh, you my know, this God, pretty Because they just think uh-huh. it's like, they're just like, look at this mysterious supernatural. It's like, um, if you're literary people, it's like some angel story. If only there was a what is this thing subreddit. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> some of them even take it home with them. Um, there are some instances, once they got enough out, there are instances of people trying to use the powder like it was body glitter or something. Like, oh, look, it's pretty blue yeah. on my skin, you know? Sure. Just fucking, just just do the, the entire, like, North American, like, 1920s in an afternoon, and just be like, condense that timeline, be like, yeah, I'm gonna rub it on my gums. <laughs> Please, no, do not do this. Do, no, no, do do not try this at home. Do yeah. do not uh do not break into uh, a, a radiotherapy machine. So, on September twenty fourth, uh, Devar's uh brother Evo lives up here, right? Um, decides to bring some of the powder home to show his wife and his six year old daughter, right? And his six year old daughter does the thing that six year olds do: eats it. Eats it, yeah. yeah um, no. <laughs> yes, and that's like, oh no. Yeah. Oh no. And in the meantime, of course, everyone's getting sick all around this thing, right? Everyone, yeah. everyone's getting sick. They all think it's food poisoning. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. just because you just you're just thrown up. You, yeah. you feel like shit. Yeah. Uh. So September twenty third, uh, Ferrari's wife goes to the hospital. Once again, diagnosed with it's probably an allergic reaction to something you ate. Uh, go well, home and get I some rest. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to be fair, yeah, have you have you eaten anything weird? And she's just like, well, you know, um, this is cool powder I found. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, you know, I, I, um, I ate a a whole sandwich uh, made entirely of glowing blue powder. But other than that, you know, <laughs> yeah, at that yeah. point, that's yeah, that's like, huh, that's weird. P, P, B, and J, and CS137. I did cut up a uranium rod and put it in my cereal. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so. Very right, so, spicy banana. <laughs> yes. The spiciest banana. Mm-hmm. So, in the meantime, there's uh, some of Ferrari's employees were trying to get the uh, assembly uh, disassembled, right? So they could scrap mm. it properly, separate out all the, uh, separate out all the mel- metals, so so on and so forth, right? So they're hitting yep. it with hammers, they're attacking it with angle grinders, all kinds of crap, and the cesium-137 uh-huh. dust is just going everywhere, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh. So this was Edmund's son, Alves de Souza, 18 years old, and Israel Baptista dos Santos, 22 years old. They do the bulk of this work, they make some good progress over a few days, but you know the thing is, thing is difficult to get open, right? Hmm. And they're getting sick, which you don't want to happen. Yeah. Just one of those weird coincidences. So in the meantime, uh, Wagner Wagner Peria, who mentioned before, one of the scrappers, he was admitted to inpatient care at a local hospital when they decided maybe it wasn't something he just ate, and they transferred him to the Tropical Diseases Hospital, right? Hmm. Which I guess is for. When they, they assume you uh, have malaria, parasites, yeah. malaria, yes. parasites, all sorts of the nasty stuff that because <laughs> Brazil parasite is- that has malaria. Yes. Yeah. 
the maybe maybe they're worried Brazil about it. you giving malaria mm-hmm. to the parasite. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they sent him over there, and then you know finally Ferreria goes out and he says uh, he he gives up. He sells the remainder of the assembly because they can't do too much with it to a third junkyard, right? Junkyard mm. three. Uh, uh, Ferreria's junkyard is junkyard one in the report, and then Evo also had a junkyard. That was junkyard two. Um, this is, uh, so, yeah, everyone's Primarily gonna... junk-based economy, mm-hmm. which is always a healthy sign. I, you know, I respect it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Everyone's just, you know, it's the, it's the Patreon of the Global South. It's yes. just <laughs> cycling junk between people. Um, <laughs> so, alright, September 28th, Ferraria's wife, who has been sick this whole time, like the worst sick out of any of them, finally figures out, you know, I think this damn glowing blue powder might be the problem, right? Ding, ding, mm. ding, 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 ding. What does she win? Play, well, play stupid games, win stupid prizes, right? She, yeah. she gets her husband to go to Junkyard 3, get, get the thing back, right? And then uh, she and one of Ferraria's employees put the thing in a plastic bag, right? And they get on a public bus with this thing. Nice. I mean, <laughs> and, the, pl- the plastic bag was smart. Yes, that was smart. Like, genuinely. <laughs> that was smart. <laughs> they get on a public bus and they go over to the Vigilantia Sanitaria, right? Which is uh-huh. sort of the public health office, right? Yeah. Or the Brazilian Health Regulatory Agency, right? So they, they go down there with this highly radioactive doohickey by bus, sets it down on the desk of Dr. P.M., I only have initials from this point on. Um, and she says, this thing is killing my family. What is it? I mean, it, like, you gotta give her points for, like, uh, initiative. And, yes. um, like, deductive reasoning. Yes. Because um, I, I don't know that I would have put that shit together if I, if I had no clue what radiation, radiation was. Mm-hmm. Dr. PM didn't know what the thing was. He was worried enough mm. about it that after it sat on his desk for a bit, he was like, I'm, I'm moving this out to the courtyard of the building. I'm putting it in a chair in a corner. It's in timeout now. Um. <laughs> <laughs> so he suspected it might be part of some radiotherapy device, though. So, and by the way, both, both Ferraria, uh, Ferraria's wife and the employee who helped her get it there sustained pretty serious radiation burns from this uh from this trip which were evident when they got there i guess so they were both sent over to the tropical diseases hospital um <laughs> I, I love to like i love to work in the public health office and have a lady come in dump a radiation source on my desk and half a hand comes with it and be like yo what's up with this um yeah. I, I i feel very good about my job at that point you're going to the Tropical Diseases Hospital. <laughs> yeah. So, Dr. PM, after he puts the thing in timeout, he, um, he finds, he, he, he knew a, a friend who was a, a medical, uh, a doctor of medical physics, I guess. 
right? A mm. medical physicist. Um, and he, <laughs> he calls him up and says, Hey, could you come take a look at this thing? He's like, and WF were the initials of this guy. He says, all right, yeah, sure. I'll come by tomorrow. Cause he was in town by, for a, a conference, right? Mm. And WF goes to the office of Nuclear Bras, right? Which is uh, a um, the Brazilian like sort of nuclear fuel cycle agency doohickey. They like regulate mm-hmm. nuclear fuel. Their office in this town was mostly oriented around prospecting for uranium ore. So they had some dose rate meters that they just had. So WF is like, hey, can I borrow mm-hmm. that? And they're like, yeah, sure. <laughs> so he, he gets the dose rate meter and it's calibrated for, again, prospecting for uranium. So, you 3. know, 3.6 Rentgen. Yeah. It doesn't go that mm-hmm. high. It, 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 it goes pegs, nowhere near it, that high. Yeah. It starts pegging <laughs> high. <laughs> yeah. It measured from deal. between 0.02. To thirty micrograys per hour. Hmm. Yeah. So a light spice, a light yeah. seasoning. Yeah, I was about yeah. to say this is more of it's a basically human. Yeah, it, it's, it's a bell pepper. Um. Mm. So as he's he, as he's you know walking over to the public health office where the source is, he oh, decides no. he switches on he switches oh, no, on the dose rate meter. Oh boy. He switches on the dose rate meter like a couple blocks away, and it's immediately yeah. pegged to the highest it goes. Oh, no. He's like, is this <laughs> like, what? Yeah. And he, he, he looks at it, he's like, this thing's busted. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sure. So, so he goes back to the office and he says, this thing's broken, can you give me another one? And they do. And this time oh, he switches no. it on earlier, and he's uh-huh. like, wow, this is still very high. And you realize, oh, this is a problem. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Hmm. All right. So when when he came back, WF came back to the public health office, right? He got there just in time because Dr. PM had called the fire brigade, right? And they had shown up and they they Um. realized this thing was bad news. And they were about to confiscate it and dump it in the river. Oh no! <laughs> no. <laughs> Once again, like getting very close to Chernobyl, where you just have a guy named Misha and his friend just be like, "Huh, this thing feels kind of hot to me." The scary thing is, if it was at least the ocean, it probably wouldn't have been as bad because the ocean would yeah. have diluted by sheer quantity of the ocean. A river? Uh, I hope <laughs> really it doesn't go into so water supply because you. The, the content, the entire drinking supply, you'd have to put, you'd have to put some filter, you'd have to put some heavy, ion, heavy filters on that to actually remove all the substances. Otherwise, everyone's going to get cancer. Yeah. And as we know, heavy metals famously interact very, very well with water systems. Yes. Yes. <laughs> well, I mean, that, that's kind of a you got to rebuild the town <laughs> five miles down the road kind of a problem, huh? <laughs> Yeah, exactly. It's like, oh, well, well, this Move is it. this is fucked. Move it. All right. So at, at this point, it's like, all right, we're gonna leave it here. We're not gonna throw it in the river. Um, it's a good idea. And then they get the full. They 
Dr. PM goes back to uh, Ferraria's scrapyard, gets the full story. Um, you know, they realize they got they got the meter with them. It's it's Dr. PM and D- Dr. WF, right? And it's off scale everywhere. You know, it's mm-hmm. just, you know, everywhere they go, it's compl- all radiation. Um, the 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 fucked thing is that at some point doing that they have to have met the daughter. Uh, just well, chilling. The, the daughter is up just, here. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So you know they are. Um, so they they convince with some difficulty Ferraria and his employees to get off the property. Um, mm-hmm. You know because uh, people don't take radiation seriously. I guess. Um, yeah. Unless they're opposing a nuclear power plant, then they take it very seriously. <laughs> but when there's actually radiation on them and they're ingesting it, whatever. Um, <laughs> so then they go to the Secretary of Health's offices and say, uh, hey, we got a major radiation spill and managed to convince them with some difficulty, maybe some resources should be devoted to this. Um <laughs> You just want the, you want it to be the case that you can just call everybody and you have yeah. I don't know the Brazilian feds down there in fifteen minutes and, and instead of having to like sit in a waiting room for an hour and a half and then be like yeah um there's a guy who just has like a bunch of extremely spicy dust there's there's um, a man glowing blue in yeah, the, 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 in the driveway there has been a point. blue man group style incident in the vicinity. <laughs> So at this point, um, CNEN, which was the Brazilian Nuclear Agency, uh, they were put in charge, and now you have to do containment and cleanup, right? Sort of trace where everyone went, who they interacted mm, with, reconstruct this whole story backwards. Yes, which it's going to be we, fucking difficult, given that everybody is extremely ill at this point. Everyone's extremely ill. They're all also like. Scrapyard people, so they're belligerent. Um, <laughs> just, just, just generally, yeah. <laughs> so I imagine, uh, I, I, I'm, I'm just imagining in the situation for for Philadelphia folks, it's uh, just an entire group of Lou Blums. Um, <laughs> what do you mean? I got radiation poisoning. I was supposed to smoke cars now. Just trying to like, just trying to fist fight a guy in a big hazmat suit. <laughs> <Yes. Yeah. laughs> okay, so what happened here? Right, um, the biggest problem with this kind of incident is there was cesium one thirty seven spreading everywhere, and cesium one thirty seven is very radioactive for a very long time even when widely dispersed in very small quantities, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Every time they transported it, they spread it further. Um, you know, well, was, the plastic bag was a good idea. Yes. Oh my god. That was the first good idea anyone had in, the, <laughs> in this situation. Um, so, yeah, as I mentioned, officials had to basically reconstruct the entire life of this assembly from when they illegally removed it from the building, which I'm sure, you know, made made getting the story out harder. Um, yeah. And then isolate everyone who was in contact with it, then try and decontaminate them and determine their exposure, so on and so forth. 
a, a belligerent scrapyard guy, and he's still like, well, I'm not going to tell you anything because mm-hmm. I'm going to go to jail if I do. And you're just like, yeah, dude, you're going to die in yeah, like a week. Fine, but Yeah. Yeah. I- <laughs> Effectively, was um, you could argue it's very similar to the contact tracing situation we had, because you have to yeah. break it, effectively break it down. Where did this contamination come from? Where did you go with? Who did who did you go with? Who did you talk to? Health detective work, very interesting. I, it's easier in some ways because at least you you can measure radioactivity in a way that you can't necessarily do with a virus. Yeah. Um. Not like yeah. Where did you mm. come from? Where did you go? Where did you come from, <laughs> Nuclear Joe? <laughs> we, 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 we must contact, trace, and isolate Cotton Eye Joe. Yes. <laughs> so, um, and they also had to ensure that sites uh, where the material was were decontaminated. So, after this went public, about 130,000 people decided to go to their local hospital, stand in line, and say, uh, please decontaminate me. Oh, uh, I'm radioactive. Please decontaminate <laughs> me. And sure. about 250 of them actually were contaminated. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, the most people who were, uh, most people were irradiated by the source, but they hadn't actually ingested any of the cesium. Most mm. of them cleared up fine after just a little bit of decontamination, which was basically... You know, take a shower. You filthy it is, animal. It is funny. Yeah, um. it is funny to me how much decontamination for pretty much anything, down to like nerve gas, still is is somewhat at least somewhat effective to be like you just take a shower, yeah. change your clothes, change your clothes, uh, take a shower, uh, use some fucking soap. <laughs> when they when, don't spit when, when, when they um when the Russians like uh, poisoned that 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 uh, like defector in in England uh, last year um there was, was like somebody found in very very similar circumstances actually kind of scavenging somebody found the like discarded nerve gas container which they had as like a, a perfume spray bottle and like the guy gave it to his wife to try on. And then he was like, huh, this stuff's kind of sticky. And he just washed his hands just to get rid of it. That guy lived and his wife died because she was just like, you know, it's perfume, whatever. Um, so it, it is insane how much of a difference that makes. Wash your hands, folks. Wash your fucking <laughs> Wash hands. Your hands. Wash your goddamn fucking <laughs> awesome. filthy the, hands, you awesome. animals. The public health podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's right, yeah. So, 46 people were severely contaminated, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and 20 of those people got radiation sickness. Um, yeah. Again, the vast, time. vast majority of them recovered. They were treated with Prussian blue. Oh, boy. Yep. <laughs> to die. Yeah, I bet, so, Brazil, in order I bet to... Brazil just had that laying around, didn't it, they? It, yeah. <laughs> look, look, it's fine. We've just we've we've isolated all of the people who are exposed and we put a highly visible red armband on them. <laughs> we just had <laughs> Yeah, here in the Brasilia Holocaust uh, surplus warehouse. Yeah, to, to improve to improve blood circulation to critical areas, doctors have recommended you raise your right arm over your head. <laughs> oh man! This, okay, this will yeah. be the one that gets people using the word Karali in the comments. <laughs> 
God. <laughs> so, all right. But yeah, Pr- Prussian blue, the dye. Um, it's actually very good at accelerating the rate at which uh, cesium is expelled from the body. Mm-hmm. Um, decreases the amount of time it spends in there by about half from, I think, 70 days to 30 days. Um, so, but there were four deaths all associated yeah. with owner of the scrapyard, DeVar Ferraria. Two employees... So this is- this is what? the thing, right? Like, the radiation, you can be like, it's not inherently dangerous, but you have to respect it, it's only gonna kill you if you, I don't know, like, I've fucked around trying to hit it with a hammer for an hour and a half, like, yes. put it on a sandwich, <laughs> just walked around, put it yes. with it in a wheelbarrow. This was the yeah. worst case scenario, both inside and outside the body, yeah. so all it's doing is just dumping, is just dumping radiation into every one of your critical organs. But I was using those. That's fine, that's weight savings. (laughs) (laughs) Just get a lightning kit for like your uh, your lungs, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, well that's what what Corona does, it adds speed holes. (laughs) (laughs) Oh god. Uh, Pandemic humor, everyone. So, yeah. um, So, DeVar Ferrari's two young employees uh, who were hitting the thing with the hammer, uh, both died. Yeah, uh, that'll, that'll happen. Ferrari's six-year-old nephew, who ate the powder, uh, turbo killed. Uh, had the <laughs> highest dose of all of them, like six grays, I believe. Jesus. Overall. Yeah. Um, Devar Ferrari's wife also died. The one who yeah. figured the whole thing the out. The only competent one in the story, yeah. Yeah, the the, yeah. the the competent one who, like, single-handedly stopped this from being, like, this just circulating <laughs> around every junkyard in central Brazil for the next five years, while yes. these guys have to, like, figure out why everybody's just dropping dead. Yeah. Uh, and, her, and her reward for doing this is just like, hey, you just die in, like, probably one of the worst ways, if you had to pick. Oh yeah, I think she died by far the slowest. Um, mm. Like I, I know, Chernobyl like really hyped up the horror. Like you don't actually end up looking like the kind of like fucked up baked potato, like melted <laughs> plasticine thing, as I understand it. But it's it's grim. Yes. Yeah. And then, Tavar Ferraria himself received the highest dose of radiation overall, the seven mm. grays. But since it was spread out, he was he fine. Lived. He lived. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, the I universe mean, is a cruel yeah. and uncertain place. Yeah, yeah, I'll say. So literally, just him sending it to that other junkyard where he killed a couple of guys, uh, by virtue of like having that day off from being highly irradiated, was enough that he didn't die? Yes. Well, he, he drank, take he, a vacation. He drank himself to death in 1994, so, you know. Yeah. Well, yeah. you would, wouldn't you? I yeah. mean, you can't win them all. Yeah, yeah. But you know, after this, of course, now we got to do site decontamination, right? Mm-hmm. Because there's all this glowing blue powder everywhere. Just, just hose it down. Just hose yeah, it down. I was it's fine. Say, just get a big hose. Be just get, get 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 the carcher out, and you just like psh, into the nearest gutter. That's fine. That's a surprising amount of what it was. Um. That's pretty much how you get rid of radioactive material. You have to move it, bury it. If it's stupid and it works, it's not stupid. Yeah. 
So there were 81 houses that were found to be contaminated by radioactive material. Seven were so contaminated they had to be demolished and the construction debris treated as radioactive waste, as well as removing several feet of topsoil, also radioactive waste. And then they had to put a pad of concrete over the lot. Christ on mm. sale. Uh, Roberto de Santos Alves house, the first guy, the guy who scrapped it initially, um, he, who, who removed it from the building, and he opened the thing right there in his house. It was so contaminated that workers had to demolish it in very short shifts. Oh, fuck. Oh, yeah, they had the to do like... shift shit, yep. yep. Yeah. Mm. Um, right. Two houses uh, were mostly contaminated. A lot of the contamination was on the roofs of houses for some reason. So oh, two houses had to um, have... It's a, it's a very light dust, so naturally it'll actually, it'll actually go up. And as you can see in these pictures, it's a, these are not... These are not like solid roofs. A lot of these are that style roofs. So it's actually going. Uh, okay. So it's actually going between. It's actually going between the bits of between the actual you know roof into the into the actual fibrous material. Oh, good. Ah, that'll do Great. it. That's that's where you want it. Um, mm -hmm. So just I, I have to comb this roof with like a big brush. Oh yeah. Well, mm -hmm. two of the houses, two houses had to have their roofs removed and replaced, which. You know, as far as I'm concerned, no, just knock the fucking building that, down, man. That's a that's a free roof right there. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. That's a consumable. Hey, that's probably the most expensive thing that I'm gonna when I I'm gonna cry about my house. Let's get done. Yeah, love to pay twenty five thousand dollars to replace a thing I can't even fucking see. Yep. <laughs> Liam coming out strong for the 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 like just put some corrugated iron over. Yeah, it. yeah. Uh, what like... do you care? <laughs> It'll leak anyway. Get up there with some hot snot asphalt and just patch it up. <laughs> yeah, I've put I've put seventy five years on my twenty five year roof. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, and my roof looks like um, my roof is about twenty five years, but the place is about thirty years. So I'm I'm like, uh, goodbye, goodbye, money. Mm. <laughs> Roof, roofs also have a half life. They don't tell you this. Yeah, bad news, Cheddar. Every roof, yeah, every roof is in a state of decay constantly, uh, where you just like lose shingles, and you have to like, yeah. So, um, anyway, uh, a lot of personal possessions had to be removed and decontaminated as practical, right? So, you know, they'd be like, they, you know, it, it, uh, they tried as best they could to save items of great sentimental value, but, you know, at some point, uh, the stuffed animal full of cesium has to go in the barrel of toxic waste, you know? Mr. Uh, Bear, no! Aww. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so... Sort of the aftermath. Uh, how about some litigation? What happened? Oh, I bet there's a lot. Yeah. Oh well. Um, in the interim, as this uh, was going on, Brazil wrote a new constitution. Actually. Oh. Uh, hmm. So, and the courts determined they couldn't really prosecute anyone who caused something under the old constitution. Hmm. Oh. Oh, this 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 will be one of those uh, like. Yeah, love love to do um, like some military junta uh, oh, yeah. stuff. <laughs> yeah, so litigation went nowhere and achieved nothing. 
Uh, hey. well, that's that's efficient, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, we lost emergency supposed to happen. Yeah. One, of, one of the doctors who owned the clinic was successfully sued for 100,000 real for leaving the clinic in a derelict condition. Um, I mean, yeah, sure. And then the CNEN, the Brazilian Nuclear Agency, was ordered to pay 1.3 million real, I believe in total, to the victims and their families in the year 2000. <laughs> oh, that's speedy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, what's that in Xboxes though? An X. How much is an Xbox? Xbox is what was what three hundred? The three out conversion rate. That's the number we use. Yeah, yeah, divided by the number of victims is the other thing. Oh, that's true. Okay, so Xbox Brazil price. <laughs> uh, <laughs> man, I'm not seeing a lot of man. It, uh, four thousand Brazil real. Thank you. Okay, so and they got what, like one point five million or something? You 1. said one point three in total. So in total. divide divide that by however many victims. I guess uh, two hundred and fifty people in total were actually contaminated. Uh huh. So one point five divided by two hundred and fifty gives us. It's as far as I can tell, about a thousand bucks a person. Six thousand. Oh. Six thousand bucks. A thousand. You you Ooh, you can 6, buy an Xbox. This is this is good. Yeah. This is they, efficient government. They got you can about buy... yeah, one Xbox each. One Xbox and yeah. Xbox game and accessories pricing. Yeah. yeah so this is bad. this is a good package bundle that CNEN have have like offered. Well, that's a good deal for having your house demolished and all your possessions buried in toxic waste barrels. Hey, plus, a few of them not only got an Xbox, a game, and a controller, but also a free roof. Oh yeah, that's true. The free, oh, that's government the free, efficiency at work. The free roof was really the good, the good deal here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, behind door number one is a free roof. Behind door, yeah, behind, behind the other two doors are death or amputation because of radiation <laughs> sickness. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, the other two doors just lead into a medical radiation source. On the plus side, at the very least, the scrappers were not charged with anything. Um, yeah. Well, good. Yeah, I, I mean, I mean, I'd feel bad if they not, were like, not, yeah, because I mean, for something they didn't realize they were doing. No, mm -hmm. it's like it's it's uh, we're a strongly pro scrapyard guy podcast. Yes. And uh, as as much as we may be like appearing to derive amusement from these people's suffering, it is just in a kind of horrified way. Because I think we're all pretty clear that like I don't know any better. I I, I would fucking I'd pry open some shit if I yeah, like if that was my way of getting paid. Exactly. You gotta <laughs> feed your fucking kids, man. Yeah. Yes. It's just ideally you would want not to feed them the the like the Radio forbidden spicy dust, sandwich. Yes. <laughs> Forbidden chili powder. <laughs> <laughs> you just got me thinking about the like uh, the green antifreeze the MTA uses, and I'm just like, because sometimes you see it like accumulate in like a dumpster or something, and just be like, mm, yeah, the the, the you know, forbidden liquid, <laughs> forbidden Mountain Dew. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> Whatever happened to that Egyptian mummy juice? What's going on with that? Oh, they, they, they drank it all. Oh, okay. Yeah. Fun police. 
It's a lim- <laughs> limited run bottling. Um, <laughs> sick of has these it. fucking like limited edition, this time limited content. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh god. So what did we learn? Did we learn anything? We've learned oh. that long, t- um, long any radioactive material should be required to have a cradle to grave plan. So pretty much, yeah, you should have to have some sort of at least a bond saying, "Hey, in case you go out of business, this bond goes to sending this material back to the your radioactive authority, so it doesn't get abandoned." Mm. And government yeah, authorities that, should that probably literally have a jo- person whose job it is to make sure to f- to trace every material. Like, hey, so well, once again, yeah. once again, we're we're doing the good policy recommendations at the end of an hour and a half mm-hmm. of just calling everybody involved a useless asshole. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> let's see if they listen. No, yeah. probably not. Yeah, but yeah, this is pretty much something that <laughs> should be easily preventable because a source like this mm. should have been on a list. And even if they were out of business, the government should have just said, "We'll just take the source out. You can fight over. You can fight over your compound. We'll take the source out and keep it in." The you know the um, Brazilian I think they do it like their state equivalent keep it in a state equivalent nuclear archive until you guys figure out who owns it. Mm. Just a lending library for nuclear sources. A lot of them are pretty much run like that. Huh. Mm-hmm. I I love when I open up my my like medical nuclear source and there's just like a bunch of like date stamps on there. <laughs> well, that's just that's like uh, accumulating fines. That's one of the weird ones is that they don't they don't know. That, that no one could actually trace where this source had been manufactured. I guess That's probably because people had beaten it up so much with uh, acetylene torches and like grinding wheels and shit that like you know the serial number was unreadable. Oh sure, but like there's no record of there's no like paper <laughs> record. That's yeah, the, weird. They it w- think it was made at Oak Ridge, but they don't know. <laughs> it's like reason. It's reasonable approximation. It's not like nowadays where every time one of those is made nowadays. There's records kept in Washington, D.C. and Switzerland saying, hey, we made this today. It was escorted by these guys to here. Or, hey, this was made by, like, China, and it was, and it was sent to somewhere. Basically what we're saying is, do more paperwork. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. Nuclear safety, we've said before on the Three Mile Island episode, that nuclear plants work very well by virtue of being boring, and you want them to be as boring as possible. And a big part of that is doing a bunch of forms. You want to have to fill out a bunch of paperwork to do anything. Do not abandon your nuclear material in an abandoned building. Don't do it. Um, Don't don't touch the blue powder. Do not look look at at the the pretty pretty blue blue light. light. Don't look at the pretty blue yeah. light. <laughs> um, and put, put one of those, put one of those like, um, like calibration rod warnings on the fucking side of the thing, just in case anybody gets in there that says, "Hey, if you're reading this, drop this and run." Mm-hmm. And honestly, a lot of machines should have numbers saying, "If you find this, please call this number or nine one one." Do not open. This is poison. This is poison. Call seven one one before you scavenge. Yeah, I think we should just give everyone a Geiger counter. That'd be sick. Yeah, I'd like that. That'd yeah. be cool. Everyone's walking Make some around. Cool noises. Yeah, everyone's walking around clicking all the time. All right, but anyway, uh, folks, make sure you can track and trace your nuclear material. 
Um, yeah. next <laughs> you, you know somebody listening to this, possibly multiple somebody's, will be in charge of actual nuclear material. So this is not like Horrifying. a an idle joke. <laughs> yes. Once you buy seven hundred thousand smoke detectors and harvest the radioactive material from it to make your nuclear reactor. Make sure you have paperwork. I hate that we all know. I hate that we all know exactly who who this kid is. <laughs> Still, my favorite. Like I, what first time I read, it, I'm like, this is fake. This can't be. Reads NRC. Reads NRC. It's real. Oh my yeah. god. This is horrifying. <laughs> yeah. It'll have to be another you two episode. You can assemble your own nuclear reactor at home. Uh, and if you, if you can't make your own storeboard, it's fine. Mm-hmm. It turns out the nuclear reactor is the easy part. The turbine, now that's difficult. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> all right. Next episode is the Tacoma Narrows Bridge Disaster. That's right. Next yes. week. Next week. Fun, fun, fun. Um, and uh, before we go, does anyone have commercials? Yeah, uh, listen to Trash Future. Subscribe to the Trash Future Twitch stream, which is tra- uh, Twitch.tv forward slash Trash Future Podcast. Uh, we're doing, we're playing Shadowrun on the Thursdays now. If you want to like, do some uh, tabletop gaming. Nice. Ooh, fun. Yeah. Uh. Franklin 11 is out. Where is Franklin 12? (laughs) Where is Franklin 12? Uh, It's coming soon. I'm making it easier to make (laughs) than the last one. (laughs) Uh, That's my commercial. Uh, Jenna, do you have a commercial? Um, Besides, follow my Instagram at uckemo.com. Not much, really. But thank you for having me on, everyone. Oh, yeah. Thanks for coming on and making us... being smart about nuclear <laughs> stuff when we don't know anything because we're morons. Yeah. Yeah, we, 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 needed, we needed someone who knew what they were talking about, and you, you've done a great job. Thank you for like escorting <laughs> us idiots through this. Hey, you're not you're not idiots. You're all pretty smart people. Oh, oh, oh that, that. <laughs> yeah, no, Liam is. <laughs> After quarantine, I I'll, I'll bring down I'll bring down some like local microbrew I found. Ooh, Thank you. Ooh, fun. Yeah. Our shit, we'll start a podcast beer exchange. I'm yeah, excited. Go. Mm-hmm. It'll give me an excuse to that. go down to Philly because I haven't been there in like, geez, since quarantine. Oh, well, I haven't been to New York City since quarantine started. So, yeah. you know. <laughs> Do my best to avoid it, but <laughs> yeah, fine. <laughs> now, Liam, on the other hand. Listen, um, listen. <laughs> Uh, I I avoid it uh, for uh, ethical reasons. <laughs> I will not be explaining this further. Good night, everybody. Yeah. All right. Bye. <laughs> night, everyone. Bye, everyone. <laughs>